Games Works Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today I have Eric, the casual gamer here. Eric, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Ryan. Although, I, I did, now that you mention it, I did want to say that um, okay. I'm not the casual gamer. Yeah, you are. What, can you hear me? You, yeah. Like, can you not hear me or something? Oh, no. Sorry. I was saying mute. That's good. I'm glad you're having technical issues right at the beginning of the show. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I'm not the Jesus casual Christ. gamer anymore, dude. So the last time you said that in whatever, whatever. What do you mean? You're still about. casual as fuck. I'm not even casual. You're just not less even than casual. Anymore. Yeah. I'm the less than casual gamer. He's the periodic I'm, gamer, everyone. I was going to change it. I just didn't know what to change it to. And I want to talk to you about it. So the next time you brought it up, when I was on, I was going to bring it up. So thank you, for you brought it up with nothing to you know add to this opening. i just add to it add to it you fucking asshole <laughs> i'm just Jesus. not a casual gamer anymore what what would you consider a casual gamer you no period of time like how much time a day or week month i think you're casual as fuck it's like an hour maybe every other week i don't know casual that's like, less than casual yeah it probably is so, I feel I'm, like, hi, I feel like I'm here. a casual gamer, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, you're probably more much. casual now than you ever were. Yeah, I barely I'm play. Eric, the less than casual gamer. Although I've been playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition, where they you know remastered it to you know better resolution and textures and stuff. Not a full remaster, but... I mean, how um, do you feel about playing video games that you've played numerous times? Like, you literally... Well, Mass more. Effect, I haven't really played numerous times, besides maybe three. I think... No, actually... Mass Effect's really long. I have not played them multiple times. But the reason why I'm playing Mass Effect is not only because I want to finish it for the podcast, because I'm almost done with Mass Effect 2. Um, those are honestly like some of the best games ever made. The, the dialogue and the writing is so like spot on. The characters are so amazing that you feel like you're literally just watching a movie. You talk more than you kill people. Um, yeah, then I'm good. It's really, it's really amazing. Too much, too much conjecture. Yeah, but it all leads up to something. So like in Mass Effect 2, like if you don't do, like if you don't gain the loyalty of all your crewmates, like they they will literally die on the last mission and they won't be in the next game. Nice. And if you don't do any of them, you died. Everyone dies but you. And then you go into the next game with no no one alive. Except you. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So and you and you die at the beginning of the game too. So it's pretty nuts. But you come back to life. Yeah. Uh no, I've been playing Mass Effect. I been playing it like an hour every other night or something like that. Uh-huh. Whenever I'm not hanging out with Natalie. So, Monster Hunter, I played for like 30 minutes. Uh, Halo Infinite Season 3 comes out this Tuesday, which I'm super fucking excited for. And they're an- adding the Bandit Rifle, which is like the DMR. Uh, three new maps. Uh, a new game mode called Escalation Slayer, where every kill you get, you switch weapons and loadouts, and whoever, whichever team gets to the last loadout wins. Um, and then Infection got leaked. It's coming out later this season. And basically an AI takes over your Spartan's body and starts hunting other Spartans. And it's going to visually show that too, so it looks really cool. Um, yeah. So I'm casual, sort of, I guess. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. I was playing Heart Gold on my Shiny-only playthrough. I bought a Soul Silver copy that had Shiny Pokemon on it, like low levels. So... I soft reset it for a shiny starter and then transferred those guys over. So now I have a shiny team. I only already have five shiny Pokemon, so that's pretty cool. And now I'm shiny hunting on Fire Red for a shiny Dratini from the game corner in Celadon City. So that's pretty sick. 
so yeah. What's the um, point of shiny hunting for you? It's just, dude, it's fucking fun, man. It's really fun. I know, but what's the end goal here? Um, just to keep getting whatever I want, shiny. I watch a ton of YouTubers who do it, and it's just so satisfying to like watch them do it, and then like see how long it takes you to do it. It's just, it's just a challenge. It's just to see how fast you can do it. Like this one put, guy, put that energy for... somewhere else, Ryan. No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> this, yeah, no, um, fuck you. I can't do it. <laughs> I do it while I'm driving. What else am I supposed to do while I'm driving? I have well, a podcast or music. As Chris on. would say. <laughs> The day I talked to Chris, uh-huh. and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, what, what's up, dude? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just driving. He's like, like jerking off. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, no, it's hard. <laughs> oh, man. Our brother's fucking stupid. I love that guy. Yeah, obviously he's joking, but he's just stupid. Yeah, of course of course he is, but man. I mean, maybe. Shit. Maybe he's not. I don't think he's joking, to be honest with you. Man, um, so if you guys, anybody sees a, a brand new green tundra, don't. Yeah. Don't look in the windows. Yeah, be be careful. Um, but, I don't know, Eric. It's just it's really fun. Like I like watching the like YouTubers do it. Like they have something called Safari Week, and uh, it's a it's a tournament where all the YouTube you know all the hunters they go to a safari zone and see how many shinies they can get in a week. And the amount of shinies that run away from these people like it hurts the soul. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, I guess okay, but I'm. I mean, I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying, like, what is the end? Like, are you trying to catch them all shiny? Oh are you no, I just trading like, to get other shiny. Like, what is the end goal? You're literally just doing it because you like to do it. I'm just doing it because I like to do it. Um, okay. I just think the old games are just far superior than the new. Well, games. they are. We've talked about that. So there's this thing called Nuzlocke where you can't use ba- items in battle. So like, let's say your Pokemon faints, like you have to kick your Pokemon off the team. Like it died. Mm. Um, there's like this specific challenges people do. And one of the new challenges that I've seen lately is just shiny playthroughs. So I have a shiny Charmeleon on leaf green. So I'm trying to get it a shiny Dratini. I'm just trying to play the game of shinies. Um, it's just a different experience than like what I would do when I was a kid. So it's fun for me. Um, mm. I'm just doing it until I get bored, though, to answer your question, because some of these guys commit really hard. Like to a one, um, a YouTuber to beat Shiny Leaf Green or whatever it was, it took him a whole year to do it. So I'm just going to see how long I go until I get bored. I still have to get a Shiny Trico on my Emerald, too, before I start playing through that, because I actually want to replay the game. Um, it's just fun, man. I don't know. Like, because I'm not, I don't care about transferring the Pokemon. Like, they're going to be like master games. So, like, my Fire Red's a master file. What that means is I transfer everything to it. So, it's always going to be there forever. Yeah. Um, and my Heart Gold will be the same. So, until I delete it, bitch. Um, yeah. So, it's just really fun, man. Like, I recommend it to anyone out there who wants to like just play games differently. And, um, as, and you're not wrong. We've talked about it a million times on here. It's just, the old games are just way better than any of the new games, and it's probably gonna stay that way. Um, so for me, it's just a, it's just a lot of fun. And then um, you know the other thing too is like the, the sprites, you know the way the Pokemon look in the games or when you're using them, they just look better than their 3D models these days. So I just I just wonder like who actually gives a fuck about that. And again, I'm not being an asshole. I'm just saying like you always bring that up. And I'm just like, man. Well, I think the sprite. I know the sprite thing is true with everyone else. Like, does everybody like else bitch about it online? Um, is that a thing? I just think it's a 
community discussion people have where oh, like okay. they wish that they never went to 3d models and i think i kind of agree with them well i'm trying to think of like i don't know if i've seen i'd have to i'd have to pull it up or something sprites you know then maybe i should look that up like sprites i'll find a video for you i'm sure i know that there are better ones because i remember like the first (laughs) first so bad right and i just i just know there's videos of like people comparing how the pokemon looked dead in the new games compared to like when they were you know in sprites and stuff Mm -hmm. they just don't they just uh it just looks like there's no imagination to it there's no creativity like if you go back and play like Stadium or Coliseum and XT Gale of Darkness, like the Pokemon have way more animations in those games than any of the new ones. They have so much animation in them from Pokemon Stadium that they took those 3D models and then put them in Pokemon 2000 when Lugia is battling and all the Pokemon come together. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's on the on the on the water, but the Pokemon yeah. are moving just like the 3D sprites from Pokemon Stadium because Bubba just watched that the other day. Oh, nice. I remember that. That's how good they were. Yeah, like, I don't... I mean, I get it. It is kind of lame, I guess, because I I know for a fact, like, the Pokemon games, like, you know, especially third gen, I replayed them so many times. But I just think um, a lot of new games these days don't really interest me. Well, that's the problem. So, So do you think that it's the new games are not interesting to you, or the older games that you're around st- that you still hold dear to your heart is that's the problem. It's more of a nostalgic biased. I think it's more of an imagination thing. Like I like when I was a kid, I like, I just had a huge imagination when I was playing these video games and I still do as an adult. So like I, I get more, I don't know if you would say like serotonin, but I, I get more satisfaction. Dopamine at, hits. Dopamine hits. Yeah. I get more satisfaction, like playing the old games than the new ones. Um, but I also have like no one to play the new ones with. Like, but they're also better. Well, that's true too. I mean, I blasted. We all blasted through the Scarlet and Violets, but well, like we never played co-op. No one wants to battle me. You know, like I'd rather play the old games because they have the battle towers and stuff, and they're actually like, nobody really wants difficult. to battle you because you beat the shit out of us. That's correct. But how it's fun still is fun? That? It's fun to practice. I don't know. I mean, I I do fun different for leagues. There's different leagues. You know, you can do baby mon leagues. <laughs> Where it's literally just like the first evolutions, you can That's do the middle ones. Oh yeah, dude, the Pokemon community has found ways to make the games way better than they are in so many different ways. Maybe they should find ways to find alternate fuel sources for our society instead of worrying about how many shiny Pokemon they can have on their team and play through. Yeah, some of these Maybe geniuses they probably could put their genius to something else. I don't disagree <laughs> with you on that necessarily. Some of these people and what they come up with is fucking mind blowing. They probably should really? use their intelligence for something else. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I'm not one of them, though, so I like to revisit the old games. Um, but speaking of revisiting uh, old games, before we jump into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and talk about Thor The Dark World, uh, I finally watched it for the first time, and we are continuing the MCU journey. And thank God after Dark thank World, God, right? it's just nothing but banger after fucking banger, and I cannot wait. To yeah, at least we're going to be wanting to watch these movies, because that's why we took a year and a half to two years to watch Dark World. Yeah, literally it's been a year and a half. Um, but to, we want to quickly celebrate and just kind of talk about the Nintendo Switch. It just hit its six-year anniversary, also Zelda Breath of the Wild. And, um, you know, it's been a crazy six years, yeah. It's been a crazy six years because the Wii U sucked ass. Um, it was just a really bad console. Uh, I thought the concept of it was great, but it had no 
good third party support. Um, and the first party lineup wasn't horrible, but it wasn't that great either. So the switch coming out has been cool, but also kind of, um, kind of for me, a detriment to some of the first party titles. Uh, we only had one major super Mario game is super Mario odyssey. Um, we had re-released versions of super Mario 3d world, um, and also super Mario bros deluxe or whatever. And so that's kind of the issue I actually have with Nintendo Switch. And Eric, I'm sure you know this by some of the titles. But like Mario Kart, we never got a new one. We've been playing on the same Mario Kart for almost 10 years. Uh, Super Mario or Super Smash Brothers, they released Ultimate, but all it was was a uh, built upon version of the Wii U and 3DS version. And so while I love the Switch, I kind of hate that we didn't get like more sequels to stuff. You know, I was just telling Eric before we started recording Star Fox Zero came out towards the end of the Wii's life cycle and they force you to use like these motion controls with the Wii's ta- tablet. And I think it's a shame that that game never got re-released for the switch as well. Um, since they decided to release re-release so many switch games or uh, Wii U games, um, it would have been nice if they re-released it with the Nintendo 64 controls or just regular controls. Um, but uh, obviously, there's a lot of good things about it, the portability of the console and like what it can do for being so tiny. Um, it, to me, it's crazy that it's six years old. I thought it's only been like four or something. Um, so it's really, really cool to see the accomplishments they've made with it. It's one of the best-selling consoles of all time. Uh, Mario Kart's one of the best-selling games of all time because they packaged it with the console and everything. Uh, but Eric, when you think of like the Switch and like Zelda Breath of the Wild or any of the Switch games you've just dabbled with or you, you've seen me play, um, you know, because you got me uh, Breath of the Wild for the Wii U as a gift as being your best man for your we- for your wedding to age also how long you've been married and how long the game's been out. Um, obviously, the game's, like, really fucking cool, and it's really fun to, like, watch people play or just play it together. But, um, you know, you having a Switch and dabbling with it every now and then, I mean, what are your thoughts on the console being six years old? Well, no, I'm... No, I didn't realize I've been married for six years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I already knew that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he did. Um, you yeah, know, the this one. Yeah, it's in two weeks. Um, I like the Switch, man. I think it's good. I mean, there's definitely a problem. I don't want to say problems, but I don't know. For what it is, it's Fair definitely, critiques. yeah, critiques. It's definitely, um, pretty cool i mean that's why this is my second one that i have now because i sold the first one and then i was like no i think i want that back plus my son can play it and um hopefully not break the goddamn thing but you know i think it's got you know the one thing you can say about it is it has a fuck ton to offer game wise i mean when you really get down to it i mean i've seen brian's collection and i'm like oh my god he has I don't know if he's got every game, but he has a lot of games for that thing. Um, and I think they do a lot of cool stuff with it, you know, especially recently with uh, having the Nintendo 64 games and the Game Boy games and um, Sega and Game Boy Color stuff coming. Um, so I think that whole thing's pretty cool. The online sucks, but I think that's really only because, you know, I can't talk to you on a headset, right? It's not supported. I'd have to call you. Otherwise, we're just playing online and, you know, sending smoke signals, shit like that. Um, so, like, on that end, that's kind of, you know, it is what it is. Um, but the Switch itself, I like the whole idea of it, the capability, the portability, the 
the very easy to plug in and have it on your TV. Um, so the whole whole idea of it, I do like. Um, the Wii was Wii U. Yeah. Wii U, I never played. I mean, I know you had it. I, I looked at it, but I never really played it. Um, so I don't know if it's what it really is or looks like. I mean, I know what it looks like, but you know, I don't remember it being a piece of crap or whatever, right? Yeah, as I say, but, graphically, it wasn't that far off from the Switch or whatever. Yeah. Well, I feel like they, they, uh, um, <laughs> hey, baby. they, they, I feel like maybe they had the Switch already and maybe the Wii U was like supposed to be an earlier design for the Wii, like an add on. And then it wasn't ready. And then they had the Switch also working in the background because I, I don't know how long the Wii was out before the Switch came out. I mean, I don't know what that whole lead time was. Maybe uh, but, three or four years, five years, maybe. Maddie, we have a special guest, my what, two-year-old niece. It'll be two in September. Yeah. Maddie's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think that it just really has a lot to offer. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, that you have, there's a plenty of critiques, especially like from someone like yourself who actually cares about, you know, frame rates and, and whatever, you know, that the console may not do, but at the end of the day, it's Nintendo and Nintendo's always been about like always been everyone. the kids. Well, everyone, but more or less it's more for kids. Right. I mean, look at their games. They don't have a ton of, they don't have a gears of war. They don't have, you know, whatever. I don't know what else, you know? Um, so a lot of the games are not for adults, if you will. I mean, yes, they're E for everyone, but everyone knows that that's not for everyone. It's it's more for children. Yeah, I mean, I would say the Switch actually has more mature games on it than most Nintendo consoles, if not all of them. So, well, because it's, it's just as it's not been around the longest, I think. But um, uh, of, of a yet. Nintendo, of a Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four, seven or eight years. I think Nintendo sixty four might be the longest of GameCube. I, think I don't think so. I don't think maybe GameCube, but I don't think Holy shit. Oh no, the Wii. The Wii came out in 2005. So no, I think it is a 64. We'll find out. But um, no, I just think uh, I think the Switch is great. You're not wrong. And they said that no matter what, when they make the Switch or when they announce the Switch from the Wii U, that the biggest thing they're going to focus on is third-party titles, and they have no shortage of third-party titles. Um, we're talking thousands, as opposed to the Wii U who only had a few hundred, maybe. If that, um, that's how bad the Wii U's lineup was. Uh-huh. I think that made the Wii U good was it had the virtual console. How, how long was the Wii U out though? Like two years? Like four or five years. Was it really? Yeah, and the virtual console you could have bought every Nintendo sixty four game you wanted and just had it forever. So that's it's why it's interesting hate because it, it's hard to find a Wii U because I, I wouldn't mind having a Wii U in the box that's clean. Yeah, you know? well, I think people are hacking them and stuff again, so that's probably why they're expensive. Oh. But I wouldn't even bother, to be honest. Um, you know, and that is the problem, though, is, like, Nintendo Switch Online just sucks. Um, you know, I think it's it doesn't help that, like, the Xbox Live party system and social system is easily the best in the industry. Well, I mean, yeah, um, imagine if they did that on the Wii. I'm sorry, the Switch. I'd fucking play it all the time. Like, I yeah. hate playing my Switch because I can't play it with people socially. Right. Like, like, that's what made Xbox and PlayStation so fun and PC gaming. 
is that you can have a social experience and being in the chat, laughing at each other, playing these games cooperatively or whatever it is. Like, it's just that whole experience is completely ripped away with the Switch. Yeah, they should make they should have made like a a whole extra console docking station, you know, maybe not too much, like maybe a hundred bucks or something if they could get away with it, you know, at a sale price as an add on. Like, hey, here's another docking station. You can take the little one that comes with the switch and put it on a different TV. And then you can use this one for your wherever you want to play main. And it's got all the capabilities to do that or whatever. Maybe even a, a bigger, well, I don't know, whatever else. But they should have done something like that. Well, that was the thing that's weird about the switch, too, is it went back to cartridges instead of disc. And so mm. that was kind of like a really weird, like, retro-ish um, avenue to True. release games, and until this day, I find it weird. So small, I know I hate how small they are. Like so, till till this day, I find that part kind of weird too. To be honest, um, you're right though. Nintendo does Nintendo. Like they're gonna always just do what they think is best. Um, they do listen to critiques, but not really. Um, the Nintendo online system, I think, is cool. I do not think it's overpriced till this day. Um, I don't understand why people. I mean, I, if, you know, I guess if you're a virtual console player. I could see the the issue there, but as a price point for the Nintendo expansion pack, it's fifty bucks for a year. I think it is, or no, sixty bucks for a year, and um, it comes with a whole suite of Nintendo sixty four games that they've released so far, and and uh, the Mario Kart uh, track pass, which is usually shipped with your console anyways, or is literally the number one played Switch game. So, you know, most people have it, and then Animal Crossing DLC. Like, I just think. Um, that critique is still kind of ridiculous. Um, I do, and you said I'm one, I'm one of those people who cares, but yeah, I wish the resolution and tech uh, frame rates were way better for this console, and there's massive leaks finally suggesting, and so far spot on with the Pokemon announcements recently, that there is going to be the upgrade coming out this year. For the console? Would, yeah, I think the next version. They are due for it. They are due for a XL or something, you know, just like the 3DS, just like everything else, they are due for a better version of this console. And the console needs it. <laughs> They're starting to get really behind the game. You know, the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 are probably more powerful than six Switches combined. You know, like really, they, they have, a, yeah, they have a, like a shit ton of work to do, man. That's probably why they didn't care though, because the Nintendo like first party studios, they really, really know how to make these games look good on the cons like you know you look at mario odyssey and shit and mm. maybe not so much breath of the wild i think people got like member berries on that shit because it runs pretty fucking horrible um so uh yeah you know i just wanted to talk about the switch real quick and celebrate it six years i think it's fantastic we, as we recently just got the metroid prime remaster which is one of the best remasters people have ever seen especially for the nintendo um it is the best nintendo remaster they've ever made um, so Metroid Prime, please be sure to check that out. It's available digitally and physically for forty bucks. I still, I still didn't get it. I still haven't got my physical copy, and I really, really want to do that because I'm going to keep it sealed. Um, yeah, Tears, t- uh, you know, the new Breath of the Wild, or Tears of the Kingdom comes out fucking May twelfth or something like that. Um, I still love Nintendo to death. I think Mario Party Superstars was fun, but once again, there's no, like no social system, so why would we all play together? Um, you know, it's right. just th- there's just things that this console really lacks, and I really hope they fix it soon because I would love to spend more time on the Switch. This console has a fraction 
of playtime as opposed to maybe Monster Hunter World on the Xbox for me, which has 800 hours on it. Like, I just, I can't play it like other people do. So, you know, this is Pokemon, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, Eric, is there anything you hope that Nintendo does soon that maybe you just haven't seen yet? I mean, you don't really play games, of course, like we talk about. But even as a collector and just a fan of what Nintendo's done for us in our childhoods and stuff, like, is there anything you hope that they might do in the future for, you know, Miles to check out? you know and you of course no i mean i think the most of the nintendo 64 games getting onto that that pass would be cool at least that way he could play them you know Mm -hmm. if he wanted to pretty easily on an upgrade or a new new uh, console instead of playing my 64 right um it's just easier you know for him and it's handheld too for the first time handheld i know i'm and you know i want to look into getting a light for him so yeah, they're a little cool. bit, a little more durable, and uh, they are extremely know, durable for. Kids. Then I don't have to worry about mine. Yeah, well, that's uh, why they built the light. You know, to, to not only just have people that travel a lot, but they built the light for kids because it's 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 very very durable, dude. They will not yeah. destroy that shit. Yeah, maybe I'll have to find somebody online and try to trade them for a Zelda Ocarina of Time or something like that. Yeah, people are selling the Switch Light for like fucking hundred bucks. Yeah, I just gotta find one. Of course, I want one with a box and clean and, you know. So it's 150. Um, yeah, well, um, I think that would be cool. I think just to have all those, like, Pokemon. He likes all the Pokemon stuff right now, so Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 would be cool. Um, I think he'd love those games so much. Yeah, you know, he's really into the Let's Go stuff, and that's easy enough that he can play that by himself. I mean, you saw him yesterday playing it. Um, it's a lot easier for him to play that than Scarlet and Violet, but I think, I think Let's Go is easier to play for – like his age at four. I think technically they, that's why, well, yeah, I've, that's why I think the let's go games are great and I hope they keep making them. You know, That would be cool. Yeah. They need controller support in the fucking future, but right. that's why I think great. that would be, that would be cool. Is like, let's bring up, like you've been kind of bringing up forever. It seems like let's do a, <laughs> let's go, um, Cyndaquil or Jodo. Yeah. Jodo. Yeah. Yeah. And well, then I think they, they could do like Magby and Elekid, right? And see a start. The funny game. thing is, is, when I listen to you, mostly you, but you and Brian and Brandon talk, and you bring you guys bring up good points, and it's like, man, you know, these motherfuckers are missing out on. I know it takes time and you know, money to make these things, but you can't tell me that Let's Go wasn't a hit or enough that they sold enough to make money on it, you know. And it's like they do these remasters anyways, like just fucking make the Let's Go Johto and then go to the Gen Three, and you know, maybe not all of them, but like the 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 first three or four that people really, really enjoyed. Um, I mean, just do it that way and have, you know, because the other thing too is with every single Pokemon game, there's 150 and there's another hundred or whatever it is. But by the time you get to Scarlet, you can't even get all the Pokemon in them. So, you know, people lose kids don't know all of these Pokemon. I mean, Miles will be like, what the hell is that? From you know, he's watching the Master Quest stuff, so it's like season five of the series. And you don't know who the hell some of these are. I mean, he figures it out after they talk about them and stuff. But so I think that well, that would be really cool for him. I mean, yeah, because like you know, because they focus on like Pokemon Sleep and shit. But like, why don't yeah, you keep making your traditional? I don't know. Why don't you keep making your traditional remakes? You can make Let's Go, which bridges the fan between Pokemon Go and the Pokemon games, but also introduces kids like. They made kids books. Why not make like a kids friendly version of the Pokemon games? Like Let's yeah. Go is easy as fuck. Well, I wonder Even if they great. made Let's Go Pikachu Eevee because 
of Pokemon Go. Well, they did literally just one hundred percent. They had to get the. All, they, there's more people playing Pokemon Go than you know Pokemon fucking Sun and Moon at the time. You mm-hmm. know, so they had to bridge the gap. Switch is selling more consoles than the Wii U, so it was the first Pokemon game that released on the Switch. Yeah, but if that was their only reason for for doing that, then maybe people. I mean, maybe yeah. now that people aren't playing Pokemon Go anymore, it's like, well, fuck, why would we do Let's Go Johto or whatever? Yeah, I think there's a lot of variables to it. I mean, Pokemon Go apparently still makes like a million dollars a week, so someone. Oh, really? It. Yeah, the game's still thriving, just fine. Um, obviously it's died down a shit ton since like we played it, of course. Yeah. Um, because everyone and their mother was playing. But um, I just think it sucks, man, because it's like why give like it's even like Legends Arceus. Why even give people a taste of something if you're not gonna keep making it? Like that's how Pokemon is. You you keep making them, you keep evolving. Um, you know, they they put themselves in the hole, if anything. Um yeah, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um yeah, being a Pokemon fan is tough because there's so much potential out there for way better games and way more fun for kids to have. And, um, you know, adults like us who still play it or still have some kind of interest. I mean, granted, yours is mainly because of Miles, but adult kids, I would still like to see um, them continue this Legends shit. And I, would well, like I to still see enjoy it. playing it. What I'll probably end up doing is because I, I bought it and really never played it is play Arceus. Yeah, I mean, now that Miles is way more cemented, and he was doing pretty good on his own yesterday. He wasn't doing that bad, right? Yeah. So I would say once he, like, finished with your help, too. But when you guys actually finish the Pokemon League on Let's Go, then I'd go back to Arceus for sure. Well, the biggest problem with him is just he can't read yet. Um, You know, it's not like they're talking. If they were talking, you know, he can't read and say, oh, okay, I need to go over here. I need to go to this town or whatever, you know. Plus, I've literally played that version of Pokemon, the game, I, I don't know how many times I could probably do it in my... Well, what, Kanto? Yeah, the joke. Um, no, the, the Kanto. Yeah, it's... um, <laughs> You could probably do it with your eyes closed. Yeah, I mean, I've played... Like all of us have played it a shit ton. Yeah, so... But yeah, I think that would be the best thing. Um, and then I still think they come out with cool games and the Switch, and, you know, I saw... They're bringing more track, which is kind of funny, but they're bringing like what six more tracks to Mario Kart Eight, even though I don't even have it. I need to get it again. Dude, the new tracks are so sick, too. Oh god, they're so fucking sick. You oh, already played them. Uh, this new set doesn't come out yet. Um, Waluigi I, Stadium look cool. They look like Wario Stadium, but it's still cool. Yeah, I, I play them all when they come out, like the day they come out. Um, I I fucking love Mario Kart to death. That's why I want a new one so bad. But these new courses are definitely fun as shit. We still have so many courses to go, so I don't know. When, I don't even know if they're going to do a new Mario Kart for like another two years or something. Why do they have to, man? People are still playing it and buying it. Yeah, I just well, I, well, I wish because of that, right? Though they would add more characters and stuff or something. There's a ton of characters, though, isn't there? I mean, like a ton. Yeah, but half of them are like Bowser's like stupid kids or whatever. Like I oh. cannot stand those characters at all. I hate them so much. Um. Yeah, they're pointless. They're kind of fucking stupid, yeah. Um, but no, there's no doubt. That's how you real feel, right? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> the new courses are cool as shit, and I highly recommend them to anyone. Um, and it's cool as too is they're available online. So like, if you join a random lobby online, you will get the new courses too. So yeah, Mario Kart's the shit. 
and then they added the option to select what items you want to be available. So I'm sure you saw a bunch of the memes of the blue shells and shit. You know, yeah. Blue shells. So yeah, there's a lot of fun to be had on this game. And once again, because of the lack of social system, no one fucking plays it. Like no one plays in groups or anything. I'd love to have like a Mario Kart night or something like that, but nope, can't do it because no one wants to fucking participate in Discord and all that. So yeah, that and no one plays Mario Kart. Right. Um, That's yeah, sucks. Yeah, you know, uh, life, adulthood. Um, yeah, no, the Switch is great, man. I just think that Nintendo and Pokemon, in particular really miss the opportunity on some of these things that we talk about. I just don't really understand it because there is so many modders you could hire people who made their own fucking Pokemon games, like the ROM hacks and shit. They wrote their own storylines, you know, like the talent is out there. They're just fucking stingy as shit. And I think I know why, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you afterwards, but uh, yeah. I just think um, there's still so much potential to be had, and I, I can't wait for the future of Nintendo. I, I think there's going to be a lot of fun still. So I'm, I'm really hoping it just involves a Nintendo Switch XL that's way more powerful. Because um, I'd, I'd like them, I, li- I would like them to keep this model where we have a port, a hybrid console. Because I like the portability of it. Uh, is Maddie wrecking shit or what? Yeah, he's about to. Yeah. Yeah, she's in his her his his room taking all his stuff that she barely ever sees. She's where's, fucking, she's crazy, bro. Where's Britain at? Church. Oh, she left the kids. Yeah, well, they're sick. Oh, true. she's sick yeah. too, but she decided that she's an adult and she can go to church. Yeah, Jesus is more important. Anyways, um, <laughs> well, that's Nintendo Switch. Happy six years since Nintendo Switch. Um, Breath of the Wild, uh, real quick before I move on to Thor. Uh, the reason why Breath of the Wild is definitely worth the mention for its anniversary as well. Um, it was really cool to see a change up for the Legend of Zelda formula with the open world and having the shrines and stuff and the story itself. And this was the first game that had voice acting in it too, which I think Pokemon desperately needs. Um you know, I think Zelda Breath of the Wild is truly a remarkable game, and it's so cool to like see the director Ayanuma take direct references from like Skyrim and stuff and inspiration because I think he implemented what he found inspirational and into his game very well. And um, yeah, I think Zelda Breath of the Wild is one of the best games of all time. It sucks that it's on a console that doesn't run it very well, but uh, hey, it is what it is. Um, keep an eye out for Tears of the Kingdom. I will be doing a review on that for sure. And yeah. So, Eric, let's move on to the MCU. Um, so we started the MCU journey in this podcast, and we landed at Thor The Dark World, which if you listened to that last MCU episode, we knew that we were going to dread like a motherfucker. Yeah. Well, we finally watched it yesterday. It was the first time I've ever seen it. And I I'm just so you, happy, like I told you yesterday. Sorry to cut you off. I'm so happy that you got to watch it in person um, and not just a YouTube video because it's that bad. Yeah, the movie sucks so bad. It's so fucking terrible. Um, once again, the biggest issue I can possibly have, which is shown again in this fucking movie, is how Thor just can't win a fight. He can't do anything on his own. He's not. He's supposed to be the mighty god of thunder, and yet he's just a mighty puss. Um, I really, really fucking hate the way they wrote this character. Um, you know, that's why Ragnarok was so refreshing when it came out. Even then, he barely wins those fights, too, in that movie. 
Um, yeah, I just think Thor sucks. And uh, it sucks because I think Norse mythology is really cool and like this whole mystical version of it in the Marvel Universe is really fun. But I think, like, like you said, the pacing of the movie sucks and the characters and the writing just feel so stale. It's just, it's just not fun, man. Um, I really hated watching it, to be honest. Yeah, it's one of my least favorite uh, Marvel movies ever. Uh, I think it's like right there with like Thor one. Like Thor is just not. Thor is hard to watch too. Like it's not very good. They really fucking ruined this character. Yeah, I mean, and Ragnarok, you know, obviously helps it, makes it better. Um, the sad thing is we like Chris Hemsworth as Thor and when he's in the ensemble pieces of, you know, Avenger movies and stuff like that, I, I like it. Mm-hmm. But when you do go back and watch these movies, like we did yesterday, I mean, it's meh, it's just not that good. It's just really... Um, I don't know. It's just fucking not good, dude. Yeah, and like Marvel's I mean, never been perfect, anyways. When it comes to the no. writing, you know, you know, with Phase One, like it was never perfect. We don't have like rose tinted glasses. However, this movie really showcases like the errors in the writing. You know, um, you know, I guess we just got lucky. I mean, I don't know a lot of people hate Iron Man too, though, so I guess I can't say much. You know, I don't know. I just think. Uh, I just think this movie's fucking terrible. Um, Jane Foster is fine, I guess. But, you know, the whole, like, Lady Sif being in love with him, too, is kind of annoying. Because it's like, we obviously all know nothing's going to happen with that. So it's like, why even keep writing the character that way? Yeah, <sighs> where she's, like, saying, you can just tell she's, like, I don't know, I guess sort of flirty or, flirty or whatever. But then he's just like, I'll well, see you thanks later. for Thank your you opinion. For your I'll see you later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she just wants to blow his brains out, you know? And, um, <laughs> you know, um, you know what? Go get it, get that shit, Athena. Whatever. What is the name? Xena, Xena, Warrior Princess, or something like that. Mm. Um, somehow looks way better now than back then. Um, yeah. So this movie sucks, and it's really a shame because I love Chris Hemsworth. You know, I think he's he is a good Thor. Like he's perfect for the role. Um, it's just the way they write his character is so fucking annoying. Um, thank God for Loki being in the film because once again, Tom Hiddleston is just really good at what he does. Uh, he's just like the perfect Loki. Well, and even then, Loki's barely in it. True, true. He he's is really you know he's locked up. He's a prisoner. He, you know they show him, but he really didn't have a lot of dialogue. And then towards the end, you know middle middle section, I guess you know he gets out with Thor, and you know they go try to fight Malekith or whatever. And, it's like useless fucking villain on the planet like uh, well that was the thing is like what is he doing he just wants to turn everything dark like okay like, yeah it's just the most uninspiring villain you know what's funny is that i think the most interesting character in the movie they fucking killed and that's their goddamn mom who i forgot like can do magic and shit and also can fucking fight apparently you know it's funny that like she's like the most interesting character um you know when she's on the screen i don't hate it and then uh, Anthony Hopkins is fine. You know, he can't, he's Odin, whatever. He's just fine. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it, I'm having a tough time thinking about like why I didn't like this, but I think that's part of the problem is that even though we watched it yesterday, you know, there's not, there was just not a lot of, 
there was it's just not good. It's not there's not a lot there to to pick and choose and say, oh, I really like this or or you know, I mean, fucking anything. The the fight was crap. You know, I I'm pretty sure Thor did the same exact move that he's done in every single movie I've ever seen him do, where he takes the hammer, he jumps, he's going like this, and then he does the hammer down. In in this movie, I want to say I saw it maybe three times. You saw uh, this movie three times? No, no, no. Yesterday when we watched it, he did the uh, same thing over and over. Yeah, I think the Captain America having the hammer for one minute did more than him with it than yeah. he, he's ever done with it. Yeah. It's just, and, you know, like the, the final thing, battles in London, too, and it's like, what, Iron Man couldn't show up? Well, the, yeah, that's the other problem is, like, I mean, I guess when you look back on it from where we are now watching all these movies, you know, knowing that these characters were all around, basically, um, then you think to yourself, yeah, you know, where's Iron Man? Or why didn't S.H.I.E.L.D. show up? Or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Obviously, it couldn't be like Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel because they weren't introduced to the MCU yet. They were alive, but just not there. Right. That's why I say Iron Man, though, or like you just said S.H.I.E.L.D. It's like someone could have, you know, fucking shown up. You know, and uh, Hawkeye was around. Black Widow. Hawkeye was around. Where the fuck were they at? You know, Cap. Cap. I mean, Cap was in it, sort of. Yeah, he was. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. He was in it, sort of. Yeah, man. There's some little. There's some little things, but I mean, you know, the jokes fell flat between Darcy and Thor, and Thor and um, Natalie Portman's character Jane and. I don't know, man. There's just not a lot of good stuff here. I wish Alex was on here to to fight against us and bring up some points because he actually likes this movie supposedly. Um, and then I could shoot him down. But I just there's not a lot to this. You know, I wanted to wait to do an episode with him, but we just watched him. Like I'm gonna forget everything about it that I hate, so we need to record on it. <laughs> Eric's now yelling at his kids because uh, four year old and one and a half year old are. Causing madness. Maddie's a fucking wildcat for her age. Yeah, dude, she's crazy. But she you really know, there's um, you know Malekith. They, I feel like they kind of waste. I thought his character design was really good. He looked cool. Uh, Christopher Christopher Eccleston. Ex- can't talk. Sorry, Eccleston. Yeah. Um, thought he was cool. You know, he looked good. Another bullet again gun. with you know Sif and Fandrill and Hogan and Volstad and you know they're always in there and you know I guess that's cool but but they're they always really doing the same do shit, shit too exactly they're battling and then they go drink and then they fuck off you know like if I'm they going, were you know what if they were there with him at the end I would have been okay with that yeah right yeah I, I mean make it more yeah make it yeah use his team you know I don't know man. The, the whole Dr. Selvig thing after Avengers 1 where he's crazy and shit and he's in his underwear and it, like, come on. Like, it's just yeah, real jokey and campy. And, but that's um, like the thing about Thor. Like his character and like what happens to him in the comics is pretty goddamn serious and they've done nothing but like make fun of it in the movie. Yeah, they went the whole opposite direction. And then, yeah. and then you know, I'm just trying to think. Even Ragnarok technically is a joke too to like it's a very, very serious thing. Yeah. for the character yeah. I don't know man I think I think like my issue with like watching this film is like 
seeing where Marvel's at today and then like watching a shit film from back then. Like I think I might have had rose tinted glasses on Marvel as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it's as good as I wanted it to be, but I just think it's because my favorite films that just happen to be the most important ones, like moving the <laughs> moving the story forward with all the characters are the best. Um, you know, like Iron Man one and then like the Cat films. Iron Man, I like Iron Man two a lot. Um, the Avengers films are fun. I don't know. I I just. I hate that, like, the issues that these movies have are, like, so juvenile. Like, they're not, like, real issues, like, um, real, like, technological issues. Like, there's something a, a, a slightly better writer could have easily fixed or something. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> Eric's yelling at his kids again. He's laughing about it, so it's, like, funny as shit because they're causing a ruckus. And you know. Hey, back to you. Um, yeah, they are juvenile. Um, like, doesn't that bother you though? Because, like, I would say at, at this point now, especially you're the biggest Marvel fan of all of us. Um, like, how does it feel though? Like, when you see these issues, and you may not see them the way we do or think they're as serious, but there's no doubt that the issues they have, like, even with the recent movie Ant Man, like, it's just like the most stupid ass writing. Like, why? Like, <laughs> you know, with, with the amount of money these movies can make, you'd think that you know, take it a little bit more seriously, I guess, in terms of, like, what they could bring to the table. You can still have your jokes and shit, but, man, I don't know. Well, I just wonder if they don't care. I don't think they care. <laughs> like, they could still be a, a movie that's made for everyone, you know, like, kids as, as long as adults, but I don't know, like, they fucking suck. I don't know, man. Maybe they're, maybe they're uh, losing their value. Yeah. You All know. I can tell everyone that's listening, if you've made it this far, I can t- I promise you the next, like, however many video podcasts we do on the MCU, it's going to get a lot better. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm sitting here thinking, like, I really don't have a lot to say about Thor The Dark World because it fucking is not good. But I'm very excited. Like, real, like I would, I, I actually might watch it today because I don't have anything going on. The Winter Soldier. That yeah. movie's so fucking good. I love that movie a lot. And... And I think they, I think they might have treated it. Maybe it's because they treated it different. And I think they've talked about it where it's like more of a. Um, this is where the like espionage. Yeah, the Russos did come in, but this it was like more of an espionage type. Um, you know, thriller. Well, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't to like be a, a spectacle. It was more to be like a like you said, espionage, like a spy film, and it is that. Like they fucking nailed it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm watching the trailer on I'm on IMDb for Thor: Dark World. The fucking um, the elves, the dark elves are stupid as fuck too. It's like they just literally they're like, let's save some money, just make some masks instead of doing makeup on people and actually making them look like dark elves. The fucking Lord of the Rings elves look more like elves than these motherfuckers. They just have a stupid mask on with big bug eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they all look like, like bumblebee helmets. Yeah, yeah. They, they do kind of yes. look like Bumblebee when he's got his combat helmet on. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's like, I just don't think they did a good job on it. They didn't try hard enough or something. I don't know, man. And then, like you said, like Thor always loses battles. He's supposed to be this. He's supposed to be Thor. He's fucking, he's badass. He's like, what about big three, too? And like, I feel like the other two could easily fuck him up any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Stuff it sucks because, like, you get rid of the hammer, Thor is nothing, and that bothers the fuck out of me. He cannot win hand to hand combat, he doesn't know anything but the hammer, and he's not even that good with a hammer. 
<laughs> I mean, he, he does finally become a badass in Ragnarok, you know, and then Infinity War. I'll give him that. But God damn it, man. God well, he killed it. Korg's freaking grandpa. I know. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't talk about that in like Ragnarok because I'm pretty sure that's like the same species. Yeah, it is. I mean, it looks just like I'm just bigger. But it would be funny if they had brought it up. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, Loki, you know, and then Loki at the end is remember what happened to Odin. Odin, they he just they just say that you walked walked him away in prison. Oh, because he sees him in Ragnarok, and that's when the play is happening. And then that's right. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, they did a really good job of combining those two. Now I think about it, you know, linking those two together. Yeah, Ragnarok. And... Well, now that I've finally seen Dark World, yeah, hats off to Taika for that. I mean, they did link them pretty easily together. Yeah, I mean, what's your favorite part of? I mean, is there? Did you have a favorite part of Dark World? Yeah, oh. it was right when it ended. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I really, really don't like this movie. I told you um, it wasn't good. It's easily a one out of ten or something like that. I just, I just fucking. I just cannot stand the way they wrote this character. And I already knew that going in, but I was still hopeful of like something that was going to be fun. Uh, once again, the villains are fucking nameless and useless and completely uninspired. Uh, the fight scenes suck ass for the very little that we had. Um, and, you know, it's a shame. I hate to be so negative too. Cause like, you know, I really do love Marvel and, you know, I like superheroes and growing up with superhero games and TV shows and comics it's just, um, you know, and, and us being the massive Marvel fans that we were, you know, I would go back and read the comics before these movies would come out. So I would have an idea of like what they could potentially, re- you know, uh, replicate and to see that they don't do like almost anything <laughs> like uh, their counterparts is always kind of uh, frustrating, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. What about so- you? Is there anything that you like at all or what? So what was the worst part of the movie? Uh, the final fight when Thor gets his ass kicked and then he needs help from gravity spears that Eric Selvig has. And he stabs the dude, Malekith, with him and then does his typical hammer thing that magically works all of a sudden. Ground, his hammer ground pound of lightning. Yeah. It's just, uh, it sucks. It's so bad. Yeah, it's tough. I think that's I just why I, I like Captain Iron a... Man so much more. I just think there's more realistic fight scenes. There's more realistic storytelling and character development. Um, Iron Man starts off as a very shitty fighter and gets really, really good at it. Cap himself, like you can see him get his ass kicked in Avengers. But, you know, by Winter Soldier, he's fighting way better and still getting better throughout the movie. You know, you know when, you, when you see him fight George St. Pierre for the first time on the boat in Winter Soldier, and then you see him fight Bucky towards the end of the movie, like he's a gradually just getting better as a fighter and a hero whereas thor for three movies you know two solo films and avengers film is basically the same oh and age of ultron is basically the same motherfucker till ragnarok so yeah i don't know man it's just um yeah and with how how powerful he's supposed to be it's just not there you know they don't they don't let him be that powerful it's almost like why like you know he's going like you know he is that powerful so why didn't they just let him be it's like they were just like like oh we can't have thor be that guy because 
you know, realistically, he could mess up Thanos by himself. So if we make him too powerful in the in the grand scheme, really? Now the kids have found their way to Eric's drum set. Is that Maddie? Yes. Maddie's crazy, dude. She's a crazy Chucky baby. Hi, Maddie. She doesn't like me right now, but she looks adorable as all hell. <laughs> Hi, Maddie. She's got a book in her hand. She's playing, trying to play the drums. No, you know what I'm saying? So it's like almost like they dumbed him down and they, they didn't make him powerful enough um, because he is too powerful, maybe, and he's a god. And but I hate that shit. What? Because Thanos can still like outsmart him, you know? Like, no, yeah, they can still sure. show him as powerful as they want, but Thanos can still, or maybe, I don't know. I understand what you're saying, too. And I understand for storytelling purposes, they might have to do it. Like, right now, I hate to like sidebar, but like with Star Wars right now, you know, people want to see Star Killer from the Force Unleashed, Sam Witwer. They want to see him come back in live action. Uh-huh. He's literally the most powerful motherfucker ever. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how they would bring him into like the movies or a show or whatever without power tripping him basically like you're talking about with Thor. So yeah, it is kind of frustrating that they do that though. Cause it's like, I feel like there'd be another way to, you know, navigate that through storytelling, but yeah, they don't, they don't do that. They just decide to make him a wimp. They kind of make him real goofy too. Um, well, he doesn't wear his helmet. So I hate his outfit until Ragnarok. It's funny. Like he, the way he looks in Ragnarok is like perfect. Yeah. With the short hair and shit, and then he gets it yeah. back or whatever. But yeah, I um, they could kill him. I think I'd be okay if they kill him. Yeah, maybe uh, they will. Hopefully, because I think I'm tired of seeing Thor. You know, he was kind of a bitch in Love and Thunder too. You know, I have to Thunder watch. I have to so watch bad. it again. We're I gonna. Know. I mean, I'm gonna have to when we get to it. It's not as bad as Dark World. There's some redeemable qualities in in Thor: Love and Thunder. Is there? What would that be? Christian Bale. I don't know if that's good enough. That's better than the villain they had. That's true. I mean, I don't know. They always try to make us put a spin on it, like a humility thing or a a, uh, something we can relate to, right? So, like Thor: Love and Thunder. um, You know, they make him. I'm forgetting the villain's name now, Christian Bale's character. War of the God Butcher. Thank you. You know, they make him a a family man, and the only reason that he's trying to kill the gods is, is this and this, which, uh, I mean, it's fine, but they really leaned heavily into it. Like, why can't he just be a fucking pissed off dude? Like, a bad guy. Like, why can't Yeah, he why just... does there always have to be a fucking theme? For every character, like why can't he just literally be a badass that wants to kill the gods? That'd be I mean, cool. he literally does it, right? Yeah, he should have late leaned a little more heavy on that. I think that would have been cool. Remember the terrible CGI for uh, Heimdall's son? <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll have to send you the video. It's like really, really bad when he's doing like the head visions and he's telling Thor where they're at, and he's oh. like popping up as a floating head right there in the room. Really. <laughs> You don't remember that? No, did you have to say that? Love and Thunder sucks ass. Oh, I don't know. I have to watch it again. Yeah, I'll wait until the time comes. But <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, Thor: The Dark World. We tried to. We didn't have a lot to say. There's not a lot to say except it's bad. That's why I haven't watched it in years, and why the 
us just watching it and trying to get through it took forever. Yeah. Um, definitely something we can lean into or be happier about is uh, knowing that Winter Soldier's right around the corner. My personal favorite Marvel film too. So I'm really and I'm, I'm, I'm and I want to say that Guardians is probably in my top three. It's so, amazing. If not my favorite, it's it's up there. Yeah, Guardians is sick, and then after that, it's what fucking Civil War or no Ant Man, Ant Man, which is not bad. I like Ant Man. I'm really excited for Ant Man too. I haven't seen the original one since like theaters. It's been a while for me too. So. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, do you or Maddie have anything you want to say to these people? I just want to say that I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you have to watch this movie. Sorry if you did watch it. I only wasted two hours on it originally, and now I've wasted another two hours. So I wish I could get my four hours back of my life. Pretty much. Uh, um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Oh, go ahead, Eric. Sorry. No, that's it. I just want to say thanks. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Please consider leaving a rating on the show or sharing it with someone you may know or a stranger on the street. Just yell at them. Just listen. It just works. Uh, But thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a really fun episode, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again and see you on the next one. So, yeah, be safe out there and have a fantastic day, and be sure to never watch Thor The Dark World. Bye. Goodbye, everybody.